Good morning, I'm Rob Stats Guerrero. Today is Friday, January 1st, 2021. God, that feels good. Here's what's happening with your San Francisco 49ers. Defensive coordinator Robert Sala met the media yesterday for quite possibly the final time before he becomes a head coach with somebody else next year. He spent most of the session praising particular players on his defense, but he saved the biggest compliment for his head coach. Kyle Shanahan is an unbelievable leader with regards to tying an organization together with one vision. We're a team that will stand in the middle of the ring with anybody and punch and punch and punch until the final bell rings. And that's because of the mindset that he brings day in and day out. And so offense, defense, special, it doesn't matter. It's the mindset of the person in charge that creates an atmosphere in which players compete uh, and players fight for one another and uh, players have a genuine love for one another. And that's what this building represents. And so all of the stuff that, that gets talked about with regards to that, just, just look at the leader in charge and you look at a guy like Kyle Shanahan, sure, he's offensive, but the man's a leader, the way he communicates with all of us, the way he communicates with John and vice versa and the expectations and the standards that he has is why he's an unbelievable head coach, not because he's a good play caller. It's because of what he represents as a leader. That is a very nice and classy thing to do by Robert Sala, and I have no reason whatsoever to question his sincerity. I do, however, feel compelled to point out that Robert Sala is trying to become a head coach, and I'm pretty sure Kyle Shanahan has gotten some calls about his defensive coordinator. Now, I'm not saying Sala doesn't believe what he's telling us, but he does have an incentive to lay it on pretty thick. While Robert Sala has gotten a ton of well-deserved praise in 2020, the non-quarterback that's drawn the most criticism has undoubtedly been tackle Mike McGlinchey. When he met the media yesterday, he was asked to evaluate his play this season. There's a lot of things that I did really well all year. There's things that I did a lot better than last year, but I wasn't consistent enough. And um, the fact of the matter is there were some bad moments this year that I let my team down when they needed me to be at my best and, and I didn't get it done. He is 100% right. His worst moments came at the worst possible times this year. It was always like a third down or late in the game in a passing situation where he would end up on his back or he would just whiff and the defender would go right by him. But that's a good thing to hear from him. That sounds like he realizes exactly where he went wrong this year, knowing it's half the battle, right? Now, Mike, how are you going to fix it next season? It's just a matter of consistency for me, I think. I, I don't think it's anything that's glaring. I don't think it's anything that needs a, a major fix. It's a body position thing here. It's fitting your hands a little bit better there. Um, and, it, and it's finishing, finishing plays and finishing games. And, and that's what I'm going to do moving forward. And it's something that I've definitely learned uh, throughout this year. And it's been a tough year, but it's, uh, it's not as drastic of a change as I think people would like to think. But it's, it's a matter of, of being consistent and being the guy that my team needs me to be in the biggest moments at, at the biggest times. That is a quote that is going to anger a lot of people. And that's going to put a huge target on his back next year. I can tell you that right now. And that's not to say he's wrong, by the way. I don't know how to play offensive line. McGlinchey could be 100% right. It could be like golf when you slice forever and then you move your hands a half inch to the left and suddenly you're Tiger Woods. But there isn't a non-quarterback on this team that's going to come into 2021 with more pressure on them to perform than number 69, Mike McGlinchey. 
We always give you something to read, something to watch, and something you might have missed. Something to read on this Friday. If you want to know why the 49ers renegotiated with Robbie Gold instead of just picking up his two-year option, check out David Lombardi's column in The Athletic. Turns out those 49ers know what they're doing when it comes to contracts. Something to watch. We still don't know if Javon Kinlaw and Kaywan Williams will play this weekend against Seattle. Neither one has practiced this week, though Kyle Shanahan hasn't ruled them out for the game on Sunday. So keep an eye on the practice report later today. If they don't go again, they're probably not going on Sunday. Something you may have missed. Trent Williams won the Gary Niver Award, which is given by the 49ers beat writers to the player that was the best with the media all year long. George Kittle wasn't exactly happy with how that award was handled last year. Never change, George, but not to be that guy. Turns out Richard Sherman actually won the award last year, and Staley won it in 2018. That's it for today's Stats and Eggs. Please keep those ratings and reviews coming. They really do help. If you love the show, please take a couple of minutes. Just give us a quick five-star rating and a nice review. It really goes a long way. And if you want to talk, you can always tweet us at NN Podcasts on Twitter. I'm Rob Stats Guerrero. We'll talk tomorrow. Happy New Year, everybody. Thank you.